In the name of the Father, and of the Son, and of the Holy Spirit, one God. A reading from the Holy Gospel according to St. Luke. Then Jesus entered and passed through Jericho. Now behold, there was a man named Zacchaeus, who was a chief tax collector, and he was rich. And he sought to see who Jesus was, but could not because of the crowd, for he was of short stature. So he ran ahead and climbed up into a sycamore tree to see him, for he was going to pass that way. And when Jesus came to the place, he looked up and saw him and said to him, Zacchaeus, make haste and come down, for today I must stay at your house. So he made haste and came down and received him joyfully. But when they saw it, they all complained, saying, He has gone to be a guest with a man who is a sinner. Then Zacchaeus stood and said to the Lord, Look, Lord, I give half of my goods to the poor, and if I have taken anything from anyone by false accusation, I restore fourfold. And Jesus said to him, Today salvation has come to this house, because he also is a son of Abraham. For the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. Today, I just want to wrap up our whole discussion of Zacchaeus Sunday, especially as we're heading into Great and Holy Lent. We've talked about dying to ourselves, gaining spiritual stature so that we can see God. We can recognize the presence of God even better. We can respond to that by turning towards God, and he can turn towards us and offer us his mercy. His mercy and his divine indwelling. To, to really transform us completely and totally. And to, to remind ourselves not to despair of that and also not to despise it, especially when we see it in others. Remember, we're forgiven insofar as we forgive others. We ask this in, in the Lord's Prayer every time we say it. Forgive us our debts as we forgive our debtors. And with the measure that we judge, with that measure, we will be judged. And we see Zacchaeus' prompted action. He's so generous. He's overflowing in mercy. His actions have become divine actions. He's participating in the energies of God. And this is sort of wrapped up as Jesus proclaims salvation upon Zacchaeus because his nature is being reflected in his works, and his nature is good as a son of Abraham, a real heir to the kingdom of God. And Christ finishes by saying, the Son of Man has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And just like the Son of Man came and ate with sinners because it is the sick need a physician, not the healthy. Mercy is poured out on sinners. Christ has come to save sinners, to call sinners, not the righteous. And this is because we, and I, I think um, if we remember in the Last Supper, when Peter asks John to ask the Lord, who, who's going to betray you? And Christ says, it's the one who eats the, the, the bread that I've dipped. And we, we, we see it's he hands it to Judas. But if we remember what's happening at the Last Supper, he's instituting the Eucharist. And 
every disciple there is partaking of bread that has been dipped. Every disciple betrayed Christ. And when Christ says he has come to call sinners, not the righteous, he's not saying that there are a bunch of righteous people who don't need his salvation. He's prompting us to realize that if this is our Messiah, if this is our Savior, well, he's he's only come to save sinners. So that reveals to me what I am. I am a sinner. That's my that's me. And so the relationship between me and God is one of mercy. And now, now that I recognize who God is and who I am and what that relationship ought to look like, that's what allows me to then go through all the things we've just talked about, to go through this process of being saved, of God having mercy on us. We can't be saved if we don't acknowledge our need of a Savior. We can't be forgiven of sins that we refuse to believe that we have committed. He has come to seek and to save that which was lost. And until we acknowledge that we are lost, then we can't respond appropriately to being found.